Keep their yolks runny and their dough sour. Yum! It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Happy Monday to you. I am Alex. That is Matt. What's going on? How are you? Yeah, going Alex okay Tyson. in the midst of uh, everything that's happening on going on because uh, Matt O'Kine, it's been a you know quite a busy time. Um, starting to get a bit stressed out, so I thought I'm going to unwind. Okay, mm, over the nice. weekend, I'm just going to do something. I'm going to hark back to 14 year old Alex Dyson. I'm going to play oh, a little bit. What did he do? A little bit of Halo on the Xbox. Oh. You know what? I might do a bit of. Uh, I might do a bit of online play. Let's try and um, you know frag a few noobs online. You know, you just know when you feel like doing that. Just really yeah. leg back into it. Yeah. Now, we've been through a lot in the last little while. You know, my business has collapsed under the both tourism and entertainment industry. Thousands of dollars gone. Uh, book launch cancelled. No, Had a bunch no. of bingo shows light up. Cancelled. No, the comedy show. Our, our podcast. We were to have a, you know, bit like soft. We soft launched it in the end, but we're to have a big party launch. I haven't got to hang out with you at all. All of that. Very, very annoying. Nothing is as annoying as playing a game of Halo and your own teammate thinks it's funny to kill you. <laughs> And shoot you in the back. <laughs> oh, I and tell you old, what, my friends. How old was your teammate? Like a fifteen-year-old oh, kid? Some absolute <laughs> brats. I'm sure of it. Just as like kill your own team, like, and you don't want to do. You try to fight the other. T- that's the whole point of the game. Anyway, that's a I was metaphor to for this on the virus. And I did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is a metaphor for the virus. You're just trying to get the virus, and you got you got hotel quarantine guards just shooting you in the back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, and how was your weekend, Matt? Oh, well, look, a few things happened to me on my weekend, um, and, well, a few things did and one didn't, but right. we'll talk about that up next. That is coming up. We've also got Clickfish on the show today. It should be a whole heap of fun, so uh, let's get stuck in. It's Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. And then once they've killed you, your body's lying on the ground, the camera zooms <laughs> out, and then the dude starts hey, hey. crouching, pressing crouch up and down on your head. It's called a tea bag, right? You're dead. And then their avatar is... Crouching up and down on your head, teabagging your limp, lifeless okay. body. Okay. We're, anyway, oh, sorry, we're, we're gonna, back. We're back. We are going to take a breath now. <laughs> Did you have you just got the game on pause while you dropped in to to do this show, and you're just going to go straight back out there and nah, get man, justice? I, I rage quit. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. We're going to move on. Do you have all of your controller pads in one piece? Yes, I've never been a controller thrower. Anyway, that's not me. Let's move on, Matt, on to happier times, because as always, uh, you being in a, in a state that's doing reasonably well against this uh, thing, you're, you've had a great weekend. You get to do lots yes. of things. Yes. Yeah, well, look, it was uh, it was action-packed. I was very, very, you know, relieved and excited whilst looking on at the terrible news and the, in, that's happening in Victoria and also feeling the impending shutdown of our own state here in New South Wales. You know, I feel like it's coming. I can smell it. I'm sniffing it from a mile away. There's, there was cars lined up out the front of um, the Crossroads Hotel in southwestern Sydney. Mm. Uh, They had a setup because people, you know, community transmission from them. Um, So, look, we are not out of the woods just yet, but at least we can go to the woods. (laughs) So... So Which, as we know, is the goods. <laughs> now, uh, we've got a competition happening right now because, if you have heard before, Motokine gets up to so much on his weekend that he's able to uh, slip a falsity in there and it's very difficult to pick which one didn't happen. So, Matt, let's get into it. It's time for... 
That's right, Alex Dyson. It always takes game ages with to the start. Longest intro of all One of these things didn't actually happen. Only one of these things is not true. One of these things didn't actually happen, Alex Dyson. So uh, we are very lucky to have Ben from Port Macquarie on the line. Hello, Ben. Hey, Rat Dog and the Greaser. How are we doing, boys? Yeah, pretty good, my man. Pretty good. <laughs> uh, what's happening in the uh, the Port Mac at the moment? Uh, you know, just going out with people, hanging out at the pub, um, touching my Ooh. face in public. You know how it is. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Oh, actually, sorry. No, you don't. Matt knows how it is. <laughs> yeah, I sure do. This I'm is... even... I might even head to Port Macquarie uh, very, very soon, so you have to give me some tips. Where's the hot what, spot? You can What's travel the... outside of your capital city. Boy, can I? <laughs> oh, car rammed full of people like we're a, like we're a, we're a, it's a car full of clowns. Well, <laughs> 12 of us all packed into a Mini Cooper. As Scott Morrison said last week, we heard it, um, we are all Melburnians now. He said that, and then he went along to the footy and waved his scarf around. <laughs> so not all... Not, Totally Melbourneian, but um, uh, how, how do you feel about winning? We've never had a winner for this segment, Ben. Do you reckon you're ready to crack the curse? Oh man, I've I've done nothing but win in my life, so yeah, here Whoa. we go. Oh, all right, <laughs> all righty, okay. here we go. Port Mac, uh, Port Mac's very only uh, Ben. Here we go. One of these things, Ben, did not actually happen. The other two did. Okay, so here we go. All right, ready. I drank. The good stuff out of a 25-litre water drum. What? (laughs) You can ask questions later. I drank the good stuff out of a 25-litre water drum. Um, I asked someone to watch me pee. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What an exciting weekend. (laughs) Is the good stuff your pee? Is these two two things linked? These two linked? I feel like they are. I got bitten by a marine hydrozoan. <laughs> All right, I'll Ben. I'll let you ask me one question on each of these, please, Ben. Okay. All right, we'll go in order. Uh, where were you when you drank the good stuff out of a, <laughs> out, of a so, oil, inter- out of a drum? Interesting question. I would have got is, what is the good stuff? Okay. Oh, well, mate, we, yeah. we all know what the good stuff is. Alex, Look, don't you worry. I don't know what the good stuff is, to be completely honest. All right, I was at a I was at a bar. Um, they had all of their regular stuff. It was date night, me and my partner, and uh, they had all their fancy bottles up on the on the shelf oh. of the bar. And then they just had this massive drum on the on the on the side of the bar, the very end of the bar, with with you know plastic water style drum, and it just had the good stuff written on it. I said, okay. what's yeah, the good see, stuff? They said, oh, we're not going to tell you. I said, oh, but yeah, I, you that's know. What we call, that's what we call donkey spit, Matt. <laughs> uh, don- it's called donkey juice, my bad. <laughs> that, that, and donkey juice will make you spit. <laughs> I, I drank the dregs, didn't I? I drank the very last, like, little Uh-oh. bits of of all of the. I drank rocket fuel, from glorified rocket fuel from a bar, didn't I? <laughs> Goodness me. All right. Yep, pretty much. Well, oh, okay, well, I just had thing. a shot of, of the good stuff. Um, there was, Whatever there was, there was, I felt like there was some rum in it. I felt like there was some whiskey in it. I don't know what else, um, but yes. Okay. So uh, there we go. Question number two, potentially for the next right. one there, Ben. Number two, why would you ask someone to watch you pee? Okay. Now, my daughter, 16 months old uh, today, actually. Happy 16 months. 
to her. So yeah, yeah, happy 16 months, she's, Sophia. Yeah. She's starting to understand the nature of pooing and weeing. All right? Now, it's she's getting to the age where we, we're trying to... Well, we're just trying to get her into the idea of possibly toilet training. And when you do that, you have to explain a few things. So you'll find yourself on a Saturday afternoon with your partner going, look, look, Sophia, look, look, dad's wing. Watch, watch, dad's wing. See, look, I'm sitting on a toilet. I'm sitting on a toilet and I'm doing a wee. Look, listen, listen. (laughs) See, dad's wing. So there you go. That's what I had to do. Okay. Uh, Matt, okay. okay. He's giving an example there. Um, last time Matt was doing that was in a lecture theatre to a bunch of university <laughs> students, but um, just for his daughter now. Um, yeah. Next question for, for you there, Dan. Uh, I've already forgotten what the third thing you said was. I got yeah. bitten by a marine hydrazone. Oh. Uh, I feel like I should know what that is, but I don't. So I guess well, it's I'm, the I'm good stuff with. of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Purposefully, um, you know, deceptive here. Uh, it's well, a blue bottle, Ben. It's a blue bottle. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. The old Phasalia fissilis. What did you do after that? Bit you? Well, remember well, the I... story about watching pee? That was where <laughs> Sophia ah, could put her skills <laughs> into action no, and go directly like, onto watch, the leg. Watch, watch, <laughs> Sophia. Dad's curing his, his blue bottle bite. Because <laughs> it, it hurt. I'll tell you that much. And the thing is, you know what the most annoying thing was? It's very cold. I specifically, Alex Dyson will tell you, I hate like jellyfish, all sort of marine stinging animals. It's true. Absolutely hate them. And it was so cold down at the beach when I went there yesterday. And I was like, I wasn't going swimming. I didn't I didn't want to go swimming. So all I did was have my shorts on. I put shorts on and I just wanted to like wade in to dip Sophia's toes in the water. And then a big wave comes along. And so it's like, oh, and I lift up Sophia and then all the water comes over. And then suddenly I'm like, oh, what the hell is that? And then I look down and I've got this like thing wrapped around my um ankle and sort of halfway down my foot and bloody hurt. All right, there it is. There's your three oh. options, Ben. It's up to you to decide which one of these did not happen. Two are true, one are false. If you get it right, you're going to force us to organise a prize. I feel like I'm going to have to say that the blue bottle is the thing that didn't actually happen. <laughs> oh, well, that okay. What is it? God damn it, Ben. Oh, you Ben, you got it. You broke my streak. <laughs> Congratulations. You are the winner. <laughs> Yeah, just because it just going going for a scientific main doesn't make it more believable, I Matt thought that, well, I just, You know, I just wanted to. I was at the beach yesterday. It was beautiful. <laughs> just that one thing didn't happen. It was perfect oh. water. There was not a, there was not a jelly to be seen. All right, Ben, we'll try and organise a, uh, a cheeky little prize for you. But congratulations. You were the very first winner of One of These Things Didn't Actually Happen. Uh, you are on top of the mountain, the Peter Brock of the comp, and uh, we'll catch you next time. No worries, boys. Have a good one. You too, mate. You too. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Alex Sison, just quickly. Yeah, mate. What's a greaser? It's a Port Macquarie term. <laughs> Grease lightning, isn't it? Like, isn't the people in leather jackets with the slick back hair? I'm just Googling it now. It's a, yeah, it's a young man with long hair who belongs to a motorcycle gang. <laughs> <laughs> Summed up very nicely for Ben. <laughs> Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz.
Well, it is Monday, and with the Victorian situation continuing to be fluid, Matt O'Kine, a, uh, a lot of people in the community are forced to keep clean the fluids off their floors because the children are remaining at home for the most part. Uh, and uh, as far as people in Melbourne in this show uh, have to do with it, well, there's only one, Sam Cav, our producer. Hey, mate. Hey, guys. Now, as soon as I saw the news... I thought, oh, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some choice uh, words at my house as well. <laughs> <laughs> straight away, your your you came to mind because I know that you know when we were just starting up this show, mm. uh, it was we, we were reshuffling everything. You know, you were you were looking after kids as well as looking after multiple shows. Here, Some would contend um, looking after Matt and Alex is very similar <laughs> to taking care of children as well. Yep. So, <laughs> so um, you know, and then when then when the the, the Victorian lockdown got announced mm. again recently, you said, "Well, as long as schools are staying open." <laughs> I did say that. Yeah, I can and handle the- everything else. I don't mind staying at home and having. An excuse to say no to things I don't want to do. <laughs> but this new news has come out that um, preps, pre- well, kids aged prep school to year 10 mm-hmm. in uh, Melbourne, Greater Melbourne and Mitchell Shire now have to remote learn. Mm. And this affects obviously you, but so many people around the Melbourne. And they're aware of this when they make the announcement, you know, Premier Dan- Daniel Andrews says, look, we know this is really tough on parents, but just paint a picture for people who don't have kids and to sympathise with anyone else who is going through this. What does a decision like this mean? Because when I was, if I was, you know, 18, 20, hell, a year ago, I wouldn't, <laughs> I would have been like, well, you need kids, it'll be fine, right? It'll be easy. Yeah, yeah, just, exactly. just. So what does it mean? Um, well, look, I've got young kids, so I've got a, f- a five-year-old and an eight-year-old. So the whole, the concept of sort of getting a five-year-old to sit down in front of an iPad for six hours and just calmly go through his lessons, <laughs> you know, is, is ridiculous. And even, even our eight-year-old, you sort of got about a 15-minute window of attention. Mm. So you're just cramming every subject in 15 minutes. Oh. You put the learning in the cupboard and quickly shut the door and <laughs> hope that it stays yeah. in there. It organises so, itself. I've got two boys and they, they just don't want to be sitting down doing anything really. <laughs> the parents who are trying to work at home and have their kids learning at home on screen, on iPads or whatever they're doing, it's just, it's pretty impossible. Yeah, so. because you said something interesting where it's like, oh, the kids will stay at home. Well, that's good. was like, but if you have to work from home, you can't work on your, you know, your own work and teach school yeah, work at the teach. same time. And also, you may, you know, you've got two young boys. I'm sure that they're they're not rambunctious. Just, That's one way of putting it. Let's just say, yeah, the the schoolyard uh, tussles might yeah. be coming. They're into not play. inside pets. <laughs> That's how I put it. They, uh, yeah, they and fight nonstop. So we've literally had to set up different room, different rooms of the house, which again, we're very fortunate that we can separate them. But then you're just moving between rooms constantly. And like you walk out of one room, check on the, check on one kid, then walk back and the other kid's like doing handstands against the wall. It's like, mate, <laughs> you're supposed to be doing your maths. I've done it. No, you haven't. 
Um, and also, like, they're so obsessed with iPads. The, mo- the One of the main things most parents are stressed about these days mm. is how much screen time their kids have. So the thing that you're trying to keep them off because they're so addicted to playing Minecraft on their iPads is the thing you're trying to put them in front of to do their <laughs> work. So as soon as you turn your back, they're like, close the school app, open up <laughs> Minecraft, and it's they're off. So... Yeah, so so I mean, I mean, obviously, it just presents so many, uh, so many different difficulties. But for the kids, mm. do they actually care? Do they want to be at school, or are they just like sick? No, well, my, my in kid, the lounge room. No, my kids definitely miss their friends. They mm. definitely miss um, hanging out with their mates. I think older kids are finding it even harder. Like, I think if you're Sort of in early high school, that social connection. Oh, Think about the poor year, year 12s school. who are like not only, you know, finishing their exams and setting up their futures with a hopefully mm. a score which gets them into their course that they want or, you know, whatever pathway that they want to go to, whatever their career is. Mm. Combine that with you're turning 18 and all the pubs are closed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, a really difficult time. But it sounds like your household's a bit running amok. Did you need um, Professor Dyson to come in and... Oh. Um, and just take a little bit of the load oh, off. Oh, the Zoom. <laughs> I would the love Zumba. that, actually. Oh, yeah. Well, not, of... not necessarily the Zoom, but I also did two maths at Year 12, Matt, so I'm sure I could teach oh, them you? the... Um... Well, we're actually looking for a tutor. Like, we're trying to see if we can set up a tutor to do like a one-hour... One-hour sesh? S- Zoom sesh, so All absolutely. Right. Yeah, well, I'm ha- very happy to run run those classes. Awesome. Um, I, well, I went to, to school, so I know... <laughs> Know what happens there. I also, you know, I did a creative arts degree, University of Melbourne, and like, I just for example, our first lesson uh, was a uh, where we got got given some photocopies from um, magazines of different pages. I mm. uh, got given a glue stick, mm. and we were told to make an anxious image. Oh, and so <laughs> it reminded me of the first day of. Of primary school in, which, but <laughs> in, in, in university, they didn't even mate? trust us with scissors. We had to <laughs> rip it with our hands wow. and create an anxious image. And so I'm more than happy to uh, to take them in whatever whatever class capacity mate, you need. Careful what you offer because I'll, I'll take anything yeah, at the moment. Yeah, he will. And you, <laughs> he, look, he'll be killing two birds with one stone. He's going to get one segment of content and yeah. an hour without having to look after his oh, kids. Oh, so yeah, double might dipping. Well. <laughs> totally. Oh, well, look, best of luck to yourself, oh, uh, Sam you. Cav, and to all the parents who are going through this uh, incredibly tough time in Victoria again uh, our thoughts, prayers and <laughs> Zumba classes are with you <laughs> Matt, it is a little bit more normal with sport happening around the place. I was watching uh, my team, the Collingwood Magpies, over the weekend. Good to see a first gamer, Will Kelly. First game ever. Kicked a goal with his first kick. Oh, That was super exciting. Uh, but then in the last quarter, fractured his arm super bad. Oh. And so not as exciting. But a memorable first game. So all the best to Will. Hope he's recovering okay. Oh man, that why is the world insistent on kicking us when we are down right now? It's one of those ones where he's running off and it's limp and they show the replay and I just ha- I looked away 
before it happened because I know this isn't going to be good. Ooh, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a head turn up when it comes to uh, for that sort of stuff. Well, you know when the, when the arms got two extra elbows and you're like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's more bends in this arm than it should. That's awful, absolutely awful. Uh, well, uh, yeah. arm looking like a sign graph. Um, as maths, maths for you there from, uh, from me. Okay. I'd make a good tutor. I think is what I'm trying to say. But um, you you were watching some sport on the weekend because the crowds still aren't you know fully in there. Yeah. Um, they've been resorting to all sorts of uh, things to make it better. Yeah, absolutely. And with the uh, cardboard cutout crowds that have been happening in some of these games, obviously there's been some notoriously uh, problematic placements in there. Um, but one of the uh, cardboard cutouts uh, that happened at Bank West Stadium over the weekend for the uh, Rabbitohs clashing against West Tigers uh, was one Snoop Dogg or Snoop Lion, depending on uh, what if whether you support the uh, the. Western Bulldogs or the Brisbane Lions? You'd probably. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so Snoop was in there. Or the Canterbury Bulldogs, I guess, yes, if you're speaking um, league. As part of, uh, you know, promotion, he's doing that menu logs thing. You know, you've seen him in the ads. He's back in the national logs. psyche, isn't he? Um, yes, he's on the, on the tip of everyone's tongue, uh, much like a delicious delivered menu log. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> they're sponsored in soup. They're not sponsoring us, all right? <laughs> Well, can you send us a voucher or something? Come on. <laughs> give us a, give us a little gifty, mate. A couple of hungy free delivers. Anyway, um, <laughs> Ray Warren, Ray, Ray Warren uh, commentating legend, was, uh, you know, spotted Snoop Dogg and then decided to chat about his interaction with Snoop Dogg, which happened in 2008 on a Qantas flight. Did you hear about this? No, I didn't see this. Was the, the original beef. I'll Uh-oh. tell you what, I mean, Snoop raps about the hood, but nothing is as spicy as uh, a confrontation with the big Ray Warren <laughs> uh, at the front of a, at the pointy end of a Qantas plane. I'll tell you that much. Apparently happened somewhere between uh, Melbourne, I think to Brisbane. Mm. And uh, uh, Ray said that he likes to sit in the window seat. Um, so he was in 2A and uh, big Snoop, 1A, of course. Of not course. To, uh, not to flex, but yeah, he was right <laughs> at the very front. And uh, and Ray gets gets a drink because apparently he's quite uh, nervous to fly. Um, so he, as soon as the plane has taken off and the windows, you know, the seatbelt sign goes off, Ray the 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 um, flight attendant brings a drink out for Ray, you know, and uh, and so he puts it on his little tray in front of his seat, and then Big Snoop in one A just kicks the recline on. Oh, he's a tall lanky man. Back. Bashes the the drink that's on the tray. Suddenly, it's all over Ray Warren's lap. He said he he's he's said a few words, you know. Um, well, that's what Ray does best. Well, he's said- <laughs> saying a few words, and I'm sure they would have summed up the situation perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so suddenly, he reckons he's he's surrounded by the Snoop entourage. Big blokes all going, "What's what's up, what's up? What's wrong?" And then so uh, so apparently, Ray Ray. Ray back down quite quickly. Didn't need to go to the ref to watch that one, to the, to the third <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to just, the video ref. He just, just went with the umpire's decision on that. <laughs> Did not contest it, which you would when you're, uh, you've got Snoop's, uh, yeah, you know, but, when he's rolling deep on the plane. But, you know, but, I mean, Snoop, Snoop has a very checkered past in terms of, you know, he, at a time he wasn't even allowed to come into the country due to uh, firearm, holding firearms and stuff like that. I mean, he is, I mean, he's rapping about menu log now, but this is a guy <laughs> from, from the street. 
Yeah, but oh, I'm sure Ray, he's not was, Ray, you know, Snoop's voice very distinctive in Australia. Ray's voice even more so to the point where I, I reckon Ray would make an excellent rapper. Absolutely, you could well Snoop feet feet Ray Warren definitely. Do you know what I mean? This happened in 2008. Yeah, right. But I think it's only now that they're both feeling comfortable enough to talk about the situation because it was obviously that intense and and obviously the gang rivalry that that played out from that point on you know mm. NRL stars versus um you know NRL commentary team versus you know Snoop and his his gangs <laughs> they they've only finally just put the put the shivs down mm. and um and collabed on a track you know a bit, a bit of a beef track a diss track from Snoop oh goodness yeah so uh, I actually I'm the only person who has it. All right, well, let's hit play, man. <laughs> uh, yo, it's Snoop Dogg. Just want to go out to Ray Wari Warren. I see you in there, 2 eight. What's my name? On a plane from Melbourne to QLD. Got that lower back pain, should we climb my seat? I need a little sleepy before we lift off. Yo, I need a little drink to take the edge off. Big Ray Warren put my drink on my tray. Yo, big business class Snoop leaning back in one knee. Oh, got Chardonnay on my lap now. What can I say? I can't nap now. Yo, I was just trying to get my sleep on. Guess now I gotta go get my beef on. Yo, looked at me like I was some sort of buff head. This sort of behavior don't fly in a hood, friend. Better go back to calling shots to try line and stay out of the way of pop, pop, pops from my firing line. Yo, get the sign high. What's my name? Oh, that Ray has Warren. What's my name now? (laughs) Snoop Dogg. And um, that's how it went down. All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Matt O'Kine, if we were fish and we were making a fish podcast, you know, we'd be swimming around the ocean and then suddenly we'd see a delicious looking worm and we're like, that's pretty good, but we know better. that We know there's a hook in that worm. And so we'd probably say to our producer, we Bron, go and see if that fish is any, that worm's any, any good. See if it's very tasty. And she'd go bite it, get reeled in. We go, we knew it. We're glad we didn't click on that. Um, anyway, that's but, a little but, analogy to introduce <laughs> our next segment. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Click fish. Click fish with producer Bron. Thank you very much, <laughs> producer Bron. You do uh, click on some of the links that we ourselves see, but don't want to click. Allegedly, um, Matt, last week you clicked on. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And do you know what? This week I did a lot better. There was a lot of there was a lot of tasty looking worms that I thought, oh. Mm. Oh, just begging for me to click. But um, I'm, I knew, I have so much faith in you, Bron, that I knew that there was no point in me doing it. Yeah, and I'm sure you listening also don't want to ruin your algorithms. So Bron does it for you. What's the first story this week, Bron? So the headline, which is from the Daily Mail, says Katy Perry and Taylor Swift might be cousins. <gasps> 
Now, huge, if true. Th- this is huge. Are you across the uh, Katie Taylor, you know, beef? Well, wasn't it bad blood written by, about their beef? Mm-hmm. Which I will say, that was the pop song of 2015. Oh no, twenty sixteen. I think it was. No, no, it really was. Nah. And I, no, and actually, can I can no. I admit something to you? Can I admit something to you right now? Because there was a while there where we were waking up every morning to go, you know, be on Triple J, playing all the coolest, coolest, most indie tunes. Don't tell me. Listening to bands from all over the world, their grungy rock ballads. Yes, yes, yes. I was rinsing bad blood every morning. To pump me up. (laughs) Well, you must have turned it off because Matt used to give me lifts to work and it was never on in the car when I got in. I was doing it on my work computer literally every morning. I'd listen to it when we got into the office. In the headphones, you dirty dog. All right, Bron. Um, Is it true? Are they cousins? So so a fan has put together kind of like a family tree which allegedly proves that they're ninth cousins. Maybe. Okay. what is that? Someone like, you know, the, the... Earl of Webshop Shear back in 2000, like 20, 20, no, 1656. <laughs> like, they share that relative? What are we talking about? Yeah, I, it goes back, I think, nine generations. Really? Maybe. It's to all a Transylvanian alleged. count? <laughs> How, how does this... Who liked sucking a bit of bad blood, if you know what I'm saying? How does a fan have nine generations of these guys' family trees? Yeah. I don't even know past my you know, grandparents, barely. How How much sort of uh, info do you need for Ancestry.com? Does it have to be about yourself? Or could you Just type in anyone's Taylor name? Swift. Yeah. You've got like nine gens of her... Whole family. That's that's amazing. And so, and, and have they responded? Have Katie or Taylor responded? Yes. So, Capital FM um, in the UK, they did an interview with Katie and, and revealed it to her. And she said, "Well, we fight like cousins." Oh. There and you then go. she Ooh. said they should do like a saliva test and see if it's true. Oh, there you go. Oh. Because then you could not only find out if you're related, you could also find out if you've got COVID nineteen. So perfect. <laughs> um, what's the next story, Bron? So the headline, this is from news.com.au, is hand gesture that proves we're old. So Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I've, I've, I mean, I can feel a shucker coming on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I absolutely, I feel old when I do it. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, come on. What are we feel, feeling, Bron? So it's kind of like a shucker, but like to your ear. So how would you guys gesture that you're on the, on the phone? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah you'd do the you'd, banana and hold yeah. it up. That's what I used to do when Hotline Bling came on. I, that would be the dance move. You go, oh, the Hotline Bling. Do, do. Mm, Put your hands up. Yeah, the and hand then you change the, the, the banana to the one. <laughs> Only mean one thing. Anyway. So, yeah, so older, like, so millennials and everyone else, older than that, does like a shaka to the ear to say we're on the phone. Yep. But apparently Gen Z and younger, whatever that generation is, are doing like a flat hand to your ear. Because oh, there's what? nothing to Duh, hang up anymore. That's yeah. a pillow. How are you supposed to <laughs> how are you supposed to say I'm going to sleep? Although that pillow maybe is the back of the hand. Yeah, okay. two hands yeah. together, prayer on the side of the head. So, okay, so <laughs> I guess because we thought about this, I like hearing about kids who go to save, the save icon is a floppy disk, but they haven't been around for many years. And so kids just don't have a clue what that is. Well, it's just, oh, that's the save icon. Oh, that is something. 
you know, an hour phone with one of those hang-ups. You're right. It wouldn't, it wouldn't look like one. I'm just having the realisation now that that's a floppy disk. Oh, Brock! <laughs> what? Brock! I know serious? what a floppy disk is, but I never put the two together. So you, oh what did you think it was? God. The same icon. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Brock. No. The youngster of the podcast. Oh, I'm too Brock. old to not have had that realisation before. Oh. That's well, I mean, incredible. But, okay, but but you know, there's also a lot of. I, I did a I did a um, a student film uh, last year, and it was a uh, like a music video. Greta Stanley, poor, incredible song, great film clip. The guys did amazing work. One of the most excruciating conversations I've ever had to overhear is listen to these people on set talk about how to send a letter. <laughs> Like literally, they were like, they were like. So I think you have to go to the post office and um, you buy a stamp. And it's like, well, how much is the stamp? And it's like, well, no, you're not buying. You don't pay for the packet. You pay for the stamp to put on the package. And and the and the the producer of the show film was like, you know, I don't think I've ever sent a letter. She would have been twenty something years old. But I mean, this is just our life now. Anyway, thank you for clicking on it, Bron, and for giving I was us that like, info. Well, first, you get the typewriter out, tap away. <laughs> Now, uh, let's move on to our third and final story, which is, uh, this is big in the entertainment world. I was hearing about this, not from clicking on things, but from my partner telling me about this. So this was huge over the weekend. So the headline is Jada Pinkett Smith admits to affair with August something while married to Will Smith. I don't know how to say his last name. Alcina? Okay. Okay. But I mean, so it was my understanding that they were in an open relationship. Well, they were um, doing having a conversation on Jada's show, Red Table Talk, and, like, this is what they said about it. You and I were going through a very difficult time, and we decided... I was done with your you, ass. Yeah, you kicked me to I the curb. I was done with you. We Marriages have that, though. Yeah, Marriages have that. Yeah, we basically, mm-hmm. we broke up. We decided that we were going to separate for a period of time, and you go figure out how to make yourself happy, and I'll figure out how to make myself happy. Well, at that particular point in time, it was indefinite. Yeah, I really felt like we could be over. Which sounds a lot like another show that we all know and love. We were on the break! We were on the break! <laughs> That's a bit of Fred's audio for the youngsters who haven't seen that uh, that 90s show. Uh, but that's interesting. And I heard that um, Jada, this is what I got told, referred to it as like, you know, when me and this guy, uh, we got into a bit of an entanglement. <laughs> Will Smith. Oh, is that what you're calling it? <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> So, okay, I thought it was an open relationship, but obviously they, they, they'd almost, uh, you know, broken up. But, well, it was a break. Have you done the break thing, Bron? Have you ever done a break thing? No, I no, haven't. Neither. Have you guys? Mm. No. Well, just, it's so, such a hollow, <laughs> it's just fraught with issues. Uh, Unless yeah, you're the exactly don't... the same person and have exactly the same expectations. You'd have to go through a big checklist of the uh, of the appropriate things. Yeah, it's tough work. But um, um, and so are they back together now? Yeah, they're back together. Uh, allegedly happily married. Oh, um, that's good. Yeah, nice. That's really good. I mean, so why did this news come up then? Why? How did? How did the person's name come up? It's a great question. I did I, not. <laughs> I think they've been asked about it in interviews for so much over the years, and there's just been all the speculation as to what happened, and there's just all these talks that they just broadcast their own open conversation about it at the time. So people are like, well, this is just two people talking about it. And there's no reporter asking them questions or trying to trip them up or trying to get the scoop. It was just uh, them having an adult conversation, which seems quite cool. 
No, but how did the person's name that she had the affair with come up? Or, you know, did she... Who's the guy? What's his name? All right. We've got uh, Sam Cav coming in. Oh, I did some big <laughs> clicking on the weekend with this oh, one. Oh, oh mate. yeah. And nothing else to do in Melbourne except click oh. and click and click. Don't you love it when uh, you're in the studio? You don't know what happens when a big grey nurse shark comes past and takes a big chomp Go out of the on. news headline. Why did this guy's name come in? Because he's internet. been talking about it. So uh, oh. this guy, August... Um, Young man, August has been—he's been boasting about it and talking oh. about it. Oh. So he, so they were kind of forced to have to discuss Confront it. the conversation. Yep. Wow. Well, look, I hope it makes their relationship stronger. I'm very, mm. I'm very impressed with them to be able to work through their issues. If you're going through things, nothing is, com- you know, there is always hope. Mm. If it were, you know, there's always a chance. Um, so yeah, let them be a good example of the ups and downs of long relationships. Indeed. Well, thank you very much, Broad. Sam's laughing at me. What are you laughing at me for? (laughs) This segment's called Clickfish. We're supposed to be discussing stupid internet stories, but somehow Matt's turned it into Will Smith teaches us how to be in relationships. All day breakfast. Which, sadly... Once again, brings us to the end of another episode of All Day Breakfast. Thank you very much for tuning in. Yeah, thanks so much for the big Snoop Dogg uh, for dropping off one of the yeah. hottest B-sides of 2020. I mean, we're premiering music on Triple J all the time. It's so good that All Day Breakfast can also be a bastion of huge new collabs. Snoop Dogg, <laughs> Feet, Ray Warren... Uh, look for it on Spotify now. I think it's it's on New Music Friday and uh, on <laughs> on uh, the playlist We Be Vibin' as well. Check <laughs> check that one out. Um, thank you to producer Bron for some great click fish. Um, producer Sam as well. Oh, yeah. we had the team working overtime today, and we appreciate you tuning in as well. We will catch you for a Tuesday show tomorrow. Bye-bye. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. <laughs> That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.